here, there, and everywhere. SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. Oliver Dixon on SAFM. I'm very, very excited to talk to. It's a very fascinating conversation because I want to ask him something that I saw on social media not too long ago. Uh, I'm joined this hour um, by Danny Pinar. Danny Pinar, my apologies, um, who also works here uh, at the Kruger, uh, but particularly works in uh, elephant management. Uh, yeah, elephant is the trait that he uh, is looking at, uh, very specifically about managing uh, the population size of uh, animals. Dani Pinar, who's the head of conservation, is with us here. Dani, thank you so much for your time. Really appreciate it. It's a pleasure, Oliver. Are elephants going through PTSD right now? And I'm asking you this because I don't know if you saw two, three months ago, there was this elephant on a rampage in a community, trampled a woman to death, then that woman's funeral took place, and then it trampled that woman's funeral. That just seems like a traumatic experience. Are animals, are elephants in particular, going through some sort of depressive episode? No, I don't think so. But uh, of course, there are periods that elephants are stressed, and specifically male elephants uh, go through a uh, condition that's called must, when the uh, testosterone levels are extremely high, and they uh, then move out of the normal areas and they go and search for cows. When they in must, they are sometimes very unpredictable and can be quite aggressive and 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 dangerous. So it could be that that happened with that uh, unfortunate incident or maybe the elephant was perhaps even wounded and certainly was not a happy chap and, and, and then they can become quite aggressive as, as well. Yeah, they look for cows. When they must, yes. Because then Why they cows? Uh, they they to, to mate, uh, 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 elephant cows. So uh, they walk very far, yeah. uh, and, and it's of course a, a mechanism to, s- to spread their genes through large conservation yeah. areas like the park. Yeah, that's 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 very very interesting. Um, I didn't know that cows were of interest to them, but um, elephants are large animals. Yes, um, they're difficult to control. I would assume because of their sheer size, uh, and they take up a lot of land. What are the implications for that in the Kruger? The Kruger Park, um, fortunately, um, is, is, is our largest conservation area. Um, it's a system that's always been large. Um, since its establishment in 1900, it was uh, about uh, uh, 2 million hectares in size. But what we've done in the last couple of decades, the sizes improved and increased even significantly more with uh, a Great Limpopo Transfrontier Park and also with the Great Limpopo Transfrontier Conservation Area where we uh, are bringing uh, conservation areas in that are broader than, than the Transfrontier National Parks. So currently the broader, bigger conservation area that the Kruger Park is part of uh, covers about 13 million hectares compared to 2 million when it was established in, in 1900. So there's a vast area now that we've got that are functioning a lot more natural and where large animals like elephant can actually play out their natural role a lot better than they can in very small conservation areas. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about the place of um, elephants in the wildlife ecosystem. Sure. Um, what 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 is their place? What do they contribute to the wildlife ecosystem? They 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 are really important part of of the system. Um, <coughs> now, elephants is what we call one of the drivers in in natural system. 
uh, they've got a big influence. Other drivers would be rainfall, for example, uh, uh, on, on, on the system. Another driver would be fire. Sure. Uh, and another one would, for example, be disease. Um, the one driver that people often forget about that used to play a very important part of our system is humans. Because humans used to live in this part of the world for millions and thousands of years. And, and only in 1900, when the park was proclaimed, was humans moved out of the park. In other words, the natural human impact in the system we've actually lost. So humans is another driver of, of the system. And all these different drivers don't act on their own. They, 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 they have interrelatedness with each other. Rainfall, fire, elephant, humans, disease, they all play together uh, to make the system resilient and, to see, and, and, and create what we see here today. Yeah. Elephants are not endangered or no. vulnerable or anything. So why are the conservation conversations around them? So elephants are not endangered in South Africa or Southern Af Africa, but certainly in other parts of Africa, they are under pressure. Um, in large parts of Eastern and Western Africa and Central Africa, elephants have been, numbers have been depleted a lot through poaching and probably also through habitat loss. So you've got this uh, dichotomy in certain Southern Africa, elephants populations are doing well. Uh, in the rest of Africa and even other parts of, of, of the world, in, in Asia with the Asian elephants, elephant numbers are, are, are declining. So, and, and, and of course, that's why where the international community gets excited and, 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 and CITES regulations yeah. gets imposed. Yeah. Are, th uh, are elephants a monolithic species? That's to say, is there one type or are there multiple types of elephants? You, you, in, in, you get the uh, savannah elephant in, in, in Africa that we've got here in, in, in Kruger. You get the uh, forest Africa, uh, African elephant in Central Africa. And then, of course, you get the Asian elephant in, yeah. in, in India and so on. And we have what? We've got the savannah elephant in, in Kruger. Ah, okay. Uh, when we talk about elephant population management, what does that mean? So elephant population management focus or should focus on the impact that elephant has and the role that you want elephant to play in the system. So uh, it's not really a numbers game, although people want to often think that there is a magic number of elephants for a certain area. Uh, in, in the Kruger Park, we've seen that is not the case. So you want to manage the positive impact that elephant has on the system. You want to limit the, 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 the negative impact, and you want to uh, enhance the benefits that elephants have, even for the broader system, yeah. even for, 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 for neighbors. Uh, but they've, of course, got negative impact on neighbors as well, as you mentioned right in the beginning. Yeah. Um, more importantly then, um, we spoke about you know drivers in the system. Sure. What driving effect do elephants have in that system, especially when you talk about those positive effects? So, so, so the positive things they do uh, is they distribute uh, um, seeds and, 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 and plants over vast areas. Certain seeds only germinate once they've gone through an elephant's gut. Uh, really? Yeah, yeah. They Such as what? Uh, these... Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, um, Warshbum sausage trees, for example, are ones that 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 has to go through elephants. What happens? The elephants gut for it to germinate a seed. Well, they and and, and marulas as well gets distributed vast areas by elephants, and and it's just they they going through the gut. You also limit the um, uh, 
the insects that actually predate on the seeds. Ah. Uh, and, 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 and then the seed gets a chance to germinate. And it moves away because often when it falls under the mother tree, it doesn't really germinate there. It, you, you need to move it further away. And elephants play that role. So they play a role in plant biodiversity. Exactly. Okay. They they also play a role in creating uh, water points, for example. Uh, they dig um, um, in seasonal rivers. They dig water that other animals can can access. Uh, they open up uh, areas that are that are dense, which is actually a really big problem currently in vast parts of the continent uh, with uh, heightened uh, carbon in the atmosphere. So. Uh, Climate change benefits woody vegetation growth. So you find in many parts of South Africa and other parts of Africa as well, where the vegetation is getting very dense, uh, even in areas outside of, 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 of national parks. But it's certainly something we've seen in the Kruger Park as well. In, in, in large part of Kruger, it got very dense uh, over the last 60, 70 decades. And, and that benefits certain species, but it also has got a big negative impact on other species, like your more plains-loving mm. species. They don't like things being very thick. Mm, mm. Uh, I, I watched a video last night of an elephant giving birth here in the Kruger. Yeah. Very fascinating stuff. It looks like a painful process because baby elephant just fell out, right? And and But what was interesting for me, and, and, and my producer Kanya asked me this, is why are there other elephants there? There were three other elephants surrounding uh, the mother that was giving birth. What's what what happens there? Uh, I mean, I would assume that the elephant giving birth, that calf is quite vulnerable because the mother is 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 also recumbent. So if there would have been a pride of hyenas or some lions uh, there, they could have uh, tackled that newborn calf and they might have injured it or even killed it. So I think that's the protectiveness of 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 of, of the other elephant females in the herd. Yeah. How often do uh, elephants give birth? They probably have a calf uh, around every four years, if I remember correctly. Yeah, because they 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 they, 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 they suckle for a, a while, and then the gestation period is also about two years. So it's about four years, I would I would guess. Yeah, give us a call zero eight six triple zero two zero three two zero eight six triple zero two zero three two. That's our number to dial. We're taking your WhatsApp voice notes on zero six one four one zero four. One zero seven. Let's take a quick break on the other side of this. We'll listen to some of your engagement. I think Oliver quite understands what the guy is saying when he says elephants want to mate with cows. He's not talking about domestic cows. He's talking about female elephants are also called cows in the same way that male elephants are called bulls. Dude, you're in Kruger. Educate yourself. There's no way an element, elephant is going to mate with a female cow, domestic cow. <laughs> anyway, poor Oliver. Anyway, I just thought I would correct him and let him understand because the guy he's talking to is not correcting him when he says that the bulls, bull elephants are looking for cows. They have no interest in our livestock whatsoever. And just as a matter of what I was, let's try it again, what I mentioned earlier, cattle is the biggest problem of conservation. We're not talking about it here. You're talking about so many other things. But the increase of cattle in, in Africa is wiping out habitat in a big, big way. Wherever you've got cattle and you've got goats, you destroy the vegetation, you trample the land, and there's nothing left for the wildlife. So at some point, we're gonna to have to decide what is more important. Another thing they're not talking about is all the mining that's going on. There are mines to the north of Kruger that let 
very polluted water into the park and into the sub subsoil. Uh, places like Shishlui Umfalozi, they've just built a, a huge coal station with low-grade coal, which is destroying the park. So we have to decide what's more important. Unfortunately, animals don't vote, so they don't get a say. But if we want these parks to create jobs and create income and bring money into the country as well as tourists, we have to start thinking about controlling livestock and controlling mining. Um, yeah, just thought I would have my 10 cents worth again. Thanks, bye. That was more like 40 cents. Uh, <laughs> look, I really did think <laughs> that Daniel was speaking about uh, the domestic cows where I get my milk and, and, and beef from. But, uh, man, I grew up in Johannesburg in a township. We don't, we don't have wildlife there. I went to the, uh, the Joburg Zoo maybe like twice, three times. And this is only but my fourth time in the Kruger. Um, and my first time having spent overnight in the Kruger. So this is a learning process for me and for many of the listeners who I hope don't know much about animals like myself. Uh, Danny, does, does, does the, the voice note make a, a valid point about cattle and mining and the impact that has on the ecosystem? I think it is a really important issue to discuss, uh, uh, Oliver, because uh, the listener said uh, uh, cows and goats are impacting conservation areas. But what we need to understand is that uh, people have ownership of cows and goats. They do not own live, uh, uh, live uh, uh, wild animals at the moment, and therein lies the problem. If you don't benefit from a wild animal, uh, that a animal is not going to stay there long because it doesn't mean anything uh, to you. Now, what we have to st start changing is... People that live adjacent to conservation areas, like our poor local communities, need to start getting rights and ownership of these wildlife products, very valuable wildlife products that exist in the conservation areas. And once they start benefiting from those wildlife products, of course, they look after them as well because they, they need something that, that's of value to you. If it's only a cost, because if you have cows and goats and the wildlife belongs to the state, that wildlife, that lion and that elephant impact on your livelihood. Why are you going to tolerate them? Yeah. If, if you actually have ownership of those products as well, then of course you're going to uh, 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 look after them. And that's what we're trying to do now in the park as well, trying to incorporate certain com 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 communal conservation areas as part of the bigger system so that people can actually start benefiting from these resources. Also needs to understand is that yes, uh, places like the Kruger Park and other conservation areas have got a lot of stakeholders. Everybody, you say you're from Joburg, you, you like the park. People from London like the park. However, our local stakeholders that live adjacent to the park deals with the negative impacts of places like the park. Lions going out, elephants going out, diseases going out. Now, somehow they need to be made more important than other stakeholders and they need to benefit more from the park than, than stakeholders that, are, that they do not carry the cost. And therein lies challenges for us as a, as a government in terms of setting up uh, policies and, and so that we can allow these people to, to benefit more and park management by bringing these people into the fold. And we are working on that. Yeah. So when you talk about bringing them into the fault, is it about uh, educating them, skilling them, upskilling them, equipping them, sharing information with them about the management of... Uh
Let's have the conversation. WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. Hi, Oliver. Anonymous in Devon. So the guest speaking about elephant, when he was talking about cows, he was referring to a female elephant. For a moment there, I thought, or rather I heard you thinking that he's talking about cattle. So it's a female elephant. He can confirm for me. Thank you. (laughs) Oliver was just corrected around bulls and cows. However, you may may be interested, Oliver, that the elephants, which were rogue a little bit because they hadn't quite been left within uh, herds, and they were the results of culling, actually ended up trying to mate with rhinos. So often, not often, very often, killed many, many rhinos in Pilansburg. Just add you there, Farouk Observatory. So glad, I'm so glad you corrected the cow thing. I was so disturbed. Um, I also realized that this gentleman thinks elephants have an interest in domestic cows and it's not uh, but in fact female elephants are also called cows so thank you to the previous caller for correcting that love my elephants thank you great show morning oliver tell them my an elephant is my favorite animal because it likes its family it is brilliant let us ignore its uh, anger. It can't control its anger, but ooh, they protect the aunties, the uncles, the mothers, grandmothers, and fathers protect the little ones. Even the lions can't go attack them when they they are they are, a, they are in groups. Why are they saying the lion is the king? Because it can it, it just attacks the elephant when it's alone. Thank you, Oliver. Lisedi. Uh, good day. Um, this is Siabonga in Devon. Um, if you can just ask your guest there, there's a recent uh, uh, incident that happened in Shushua where a, a young child and a mother was injured and the child was killed by the, by the giraffe. What what could trigger a giraffe to be so violent? Because I mean, you know, it's not normal that you hear that a giraffe has attacked a human. Good morning, Oliver. It's Chakas in Fentersburg. Uh Concerning ivory, I heard that uh, we have large stockpiles of ivory, and it has to be sold outside Africa. And also we've got a big population of elephants in Africa. And some of them maybe have to be killed to reduce the number. But the ivory cannot be sold. Why is it our governments or whoever is running the parks wants to sell ivory outside Africa? And doesn't ivory make things like furniture or any other equipment that can be used in Africa? So that instead of selling them, and killing the elephants haphazardly, we can use the ivory here in Africa. What is the use that we can have here in Africa? To the lady that was disturbed, ma'am, I was disturbed as well.
I was very much disturbed. <laughs> Look, I really, I'm not gonna lie. I had no idea that a female elephant is called a cow. That's that's the one thing <laughs> that I will take away today that I learned here. Uh, do you want to respond, Danny, to that voice note on on ivory? I think that's quite interesting. The ivory thing is interesting, and and the caller is correct. We do sit with a very large stockpile in Kruger, uh, also some of our other conservation agencies, and we cannot sell those internationally at the moment because of CITES regulations. Uh, one, one, one can, though, sell it nationally because uh, that doesn't fall under CITES regulations, but there's not a very big market for ivory. Uh, national people use it for uh, making custom knife handles and uh, and so on yeah we don't make enough pianos in this no, country no unfortunately not yeah so, so no there's not a big demand for 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 ivory nationally should there be a regulatory relook at CITES regulation to, for very specifically to so that we can start selling them globally um, yes i'm sure uh, for me as a conservationist that is always looking for 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 funds and we sit with these resources Those funds uh, could help you with conservation certainly help us similar a lot. with uh, rhino horn could uh, help us i i fully agree with that but uh, but 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 those issues are above my pay grade and that's that's uh, <laughs> that's national uh, intergovernmental policies that that, yeah. that govern those absolutely danny pinar thank you so much for your time here on SFM talking point really really appreciate it learned a lot from you that elephants, female elephants are cows and male elephants are bulls. Um, I certainly will uh, remember that for the rest of my life. Really appreciate it. Uh, Danny Pinar is the head of conservation uh, elephant management. At it's the a Crew pleasure, National Oliver. Park. Thank you very much. Really has been a pleasure. It's 11 o'clock time for your news.